Hello, folks. This is Princess. You are listening to the Millennial Mustard Seed Podcast. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to share with your friends. Our natural unalienable rights are now considered to be a dispensation of government. And freedom has never been so fragile, so close to slipping from our grasp as it is at this moment. Well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers. This document, this collection of documents you have in your lab, the Bible, is incredible, and you can demonstrate that it is of extraterrestrial origin. Its origin is from outside our time domain. Wars and rumors of wars, famines, earthquakes in diverse places, pestilence, signs in the heavens, it's all happening in my opinion. God is always just in his actions, even if he's not understood by us. Well, we know Isaiah 55 says, For God's ways are not our ways, neither are his thoughts our thoughts. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so are his thoughts than our thoughts, and his ways than our ways. This is your host, Rodney J. Thank you for being here with the Millennial Mustard Seed Podcast. As you guys know by now, I have some really unique views. In tonight's episode, I'm going to be talking about a couple different things. When we look back to the ancient Greeks, this pantheon of deities and gods and creatures that the ancient Greeks wrote about. Well, I've always been enamored with the ancient Greek culture, even from a young age. I couldn't help but notice as I started to look into other ancient cultures, ancient India, the American Indians the ancient Chinese, the Norse, the ancient Europeans, Africa. They, all of it just started to like puzzle piece together in my mind where I started to see a common thread. Each one of these ancient cultures shared megalithic structures, pyramids, temples, statues, paintings, man-eating beasts, and cannibals. The Nephilim mentioned in Genesis 6-4, where there was an understanding of ancient mystery and secrecy that it feels like most people have lost connection with. God covers these topics in his word. He wants his people to be prepared and to have understanding, for us to be wise as a serpent but as harmless as a dove, for us to seek and search and look through the word in order for us to make sense of the things going on in our lives. You see, the Bible is a supernatural document. It speaks to every generation since the beginning, since it was written. If we've lost anything as a whole, as a people, it's the wisdom that comes from fearing the Lord and studying his word. We see the decay of all of our generations because of the rejection of the word of God. Without the foundation of the Bible, without moral accountability, there comes confusion and lawlessness. Now, let us consider. As the years go on, and I look back at some of these Strange phenomenons that have happened. The blood moons come to mind. This was just a few years back when there was blood red moons that the world observed together and they fell strange enough on Jewish holidays. And we can't forget the great American eclipse. I believe that this was a sign of judgment to come. The Bible says that there will be wonders and signs in the heavens in the last days. There's been a great trial and a tribulation that faces the world. It knocks on everyone's door at this point. There's pestilence and famine, bloodshed, war, rumors of war. It seems to never end. And then there's this sickness and the death that we're always hearing about every time we turn on the news. It's almost like these strange stargates have been opened up to accelerate time. Almost as if some strange supernatural creatures are stepping through and setting the stage right before our eyes. They're moving behind the scenes, but effectively. 
I think it's important to think outside the box, to rattle the cage a little bit, and consider things that may seem foolish at first glance. The Bible, I believe it means what it says and says what it means. Let's take a quick listen to Revelation 13. Revelation 13, and I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him his power, and his seat and great authority. And I saw one of his heads, as it were, wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wondered after the beast, and they worshipped the dragon which gave power unto the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast, who is able to make war with him? And there was given unto him a mouth, speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God, to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle, and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints, and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear, let him hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and faith of the saints. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. And he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him, and causeth the earth, and them which dwell therein, to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak, and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand, or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, threescore, and six. This makes me wonder quite a bit. This beast would cause all, small and great, rich and poor, bond and free, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead that no man could buy or sell lest he had the mark. In the days we're living in, this doesn't sound too far from a real possibility. We see people willingly being chipped now. People are being familiarized with the process. You see it on the news, you see it in articles, all over the place. I believe they're going to pitch this idea as convenience at first, for safety. You don't ever have to worry about losing your wallet or your cards again. Hey, 
You want to travel? You have to show that you have a vaccine. All that information will be uploaded on the chip that we're going to put in your arm or in your forehead. This is the reality of the days we live in. This scary truth that the Bible predicts prophetically thousands of years ago could potentially come to pass within our lifetime. I had a vision recently. I was on the highway and I was driving. I had been in the car for quite some time. I was thinking about what the founding fathers had done for our country. The blood that was shed. And I thought to myself, the sacrifice of the men of old who believed in the Bible and fought for righteousness sake, is that time running out? Is everything that they put into it expiring? Is it coming to an end? And strangely enough, in the middle of me thinking this, I get hit with a vision where I see myself in a mountainous valley. And I can see far in the distance on all sides, there's this fire. An immense fire like nothing else I've ever seen or could imagine. The walls of the fire must have been hundreds of feet tall and they were engulfing everything. And I was in the midst of this valley and I looked at myself and I could see I was straining and I looked like I was in great distress. And I noticed there's veins popping out of my forehead and my, my arms and my body and I was sweating and I started crying out and threw my arms up in the air. And then I seen the blood of Jesus on the cross and some of this blood fell off and touched my face and my neck and poured down my body and as soon as it did i was relieved and these little like orb looking things were spinning crazily and they flew off of me like maybe 50 feet off of me spinning and then they shot down towards the ground this affected me significantly i don't ever want to be ashamed or afraid to speak on behalf of a vision or a dream or an experience. And I know a lot of people who've had some strange experiences in this life, whether it be supernatural, unidentified objects flying through the sky at rates that just don't make sense. I've talked with a lot of people, and if you read your Bible, you're gonna find some strange stuff in there. I hope that this podcast helps you guys to open up the Bible and to investigate these things for yourself. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can do that very simply by repenting and in the secrecy of your heart, calling out to him, realizing there's something more going on here. There is a God of creation. We've been given free will and he is a redeemer. He's waiting for you. Yes, you. He is waiting for you to call out to him in the days that we live in, that you may be saved, not by strength or might or wisdom, but by the grace, the spirit, because of the payment of Jesus's blood on the cross. We're gonna close out with a quick word from Adam Jack. Well, he's really shy, and he gave it a shot. It's the first time on the microphone, you know. (laughs) Thank you for being here with the Millennial Mustard Seed Podcast, coming to you from hostile territory in southeastern Pennsylvania. God bless you, and good night.